Welcome to Vintage Burn. We're coming to you live and undead. This is Kev. Reanimated Marco. And Doug. Hey, Marco. And our special Hi. guest. If you hear uh, French Bulldog snortles in the background or any farting or anything, it's uh, that's Popeye the French Bulldog. He's one of our new members. He might be on from time to time. So... <laughs> So they give us free reign of fart and just blame it on the dog? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Only reason he's here. <laughs> Popeye. <laughs> Maybe we'll give you guys some uh, French Bulldog snortles at some point if we, we have no talking points. <laughs> like right now? Like right now, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so for this month, we decided to go old school again. We are going to be talking about 1985's American horror comedy film Reanimator. Reanimator was actually a book written by H.P. Lovecraft. Here's a quick synopsis on the movie. Directed by Stuart Gordon and produced by Brian Yutza, the film stars Jeffrey Combs as Herbert West, a medical student who has invented a reagent which can reanimate deceased bodies. He and his classmate Dan Kane, played by Bruce Abbott, begin to test the serum on dead human bodies in conflict with Dr. Carl Hill, David Gale, a.k.a. the creepiest fucking doctor we've ever seen in a movie, uh, who is infatuated with Kane's fiance, played by Barbara Crampton. Oh, shit. Barbara Crampton. Yeah, dude. No she, fucking shit. She's very, very popular. She's been in every... Like, she's like the like, yeah. uh, scream queen Another as well. Another scream queen, well, yeah. yeah. Doug, take it away. All right, so we're going to do the stats first. Uh, IMDb 7.2, which pretty high up there, especially mm-hmm. for an older horror movie. People can be very picky about their horror movies. Uh, like you said, based on H.P. Lovecraft's story, Herbert West, Reanimator. Uh, screenplay by Dennis Paoli. That's fine, yeah. Sounds sounds like a dessert. Sounds good. Uh, and Stuart Gordon, who also directed sounds and helped... Like drugs peyote. Paella, like Spanish seafood dish. Of course, you bring, Ooh, of course you bring it right to seafood. Or a pierogi. Ooh, pierogies are pierogies good too. are delicious. We always stop Doug when he starts. I'm sorry, yeah. man. We always do like I'm too. like 30. I'm not even. I'm like 15 seconds in. All right, pierogi man, just go on. <laughs> All right, so Stuart Gordon, Gordon, uh, directed and helped write um, From Beyond, which From Beyond, From Beyond, Massacre, Massacre. Okay, yep, sorry. Um, so Richard Band did the music for this. He also did the music for From Beyond. So like between the three of them, it was they pretty much did this and From Beyond come almost side by side. Well, I gotta watch From Beyond, and it's also a H.P. Lovecraft story. I did not know. I did not know that. Yeah. And you see a lot of advertisements From Beyond. Actually, it's one another like cult movie that people recommend. It's a little bit weirder though. I remember watching half of it, and there being some like bondagey things and a uh, um. Hmm. It, what, Okay, yeah. We'll, we'll right. see. Maybe we, maybe we can watch that later and we Is can kind of... as good as Harry Twatter? <laughs> no, no, okay. <laughs> Let's just continue. Yeah, all right. No, nothing can be... We're going bad. down a rabbit hole we can't come out of. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we apologize, children. So, the budget was um, 900000 Uh Box office was $2 million, So, made a little... That's 80s money, you know. Mm-hmm. They did okay. okay. <laughs> um... All right, and then Marco was, had a good point earlier. This is known as kind of one of the first horror-type comedies... Um, also with Return of the Living Dead, and we're kind of curious about which might have come out first, but uh, Reanimator came out in October of 85, and Return of the Living Dead came out in August of 85. Mm-hmm. But production might have been at the same time. Oh, I'm sure they were, yeah. You know, they're both horror comedies. They're not like, uh, not they were like in um, 
competition with each other, but they just kind of like it was like that kind of idea started yeah. coming up but, and started yeah, going around that same. Return time. of Living Dead's like obviously more of a comic. This is a little more like dry humor. Yeah, it's almost like that like British humor, like kind of just very dry. Mm-hmm. But like once you kind of take like you almost have to watch it twice. The first time you're like, right. this is kind of weird, and the second time you start appreciating it for those mm-hmm. little like kind of like dry quirky, quirky moments, jokes. Yeah. yeah. All right, so Reanimator, nineteen eighty five. Let's let's just dive right into this. Oh, hi, Popeye. So it opens up with a scene at University of Zulch Institute of Medicine in Switzerland, and you see a nurse, two cops, and a narc-looking dude standing outside a door where it sounds like two dudes are having sex. But it is actually uh, Herbert West trying to reanimate his professor, Dr. Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber. But, Hans Gruber, but to no avail, and horrifying side effects. Not for him. It's amazing. That's two Hans Grubers I know of in movies. Who's the other Hans Gruber? Die Hard, man. The main villain in the first Die Hard. That's Hans Gruber. It's Hans Gruber, too? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, absolutely. What a great Christmas movie. Yeah, <laughs> the, the best. Oh, real quick, on a quick note. It's not Christmas until you throw Hans Gruber off the top of the building. Better Christmas movie, Lethal Weapon or Die Hard? We'll get to that. we got to wait. Let's wait until Christmas. <laughs> but let's, I, let's put a, let's put a pin in that. I was just hoping for a quick answer. I think Wolf Cop's the best Christmas movie. Oh, <laughs> Wolf Cop 2, I'm sorry. Always have to bring it back to Wolf Cop. <laughs> it's always, I'm sorry. It's all related to Wolf Cop. hard rules, by the way. <laughs> anyway. Dude, yeah. All right, so when, when Wes is accused of killing Gruber, he counters with, I did not kill him. I gave him life. And then cue the 80-minute colorful anatomy sequence. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was a little bit lengthy, but it was kind of cool with the music. Yeah, oh, the music yeah. is awesome. And we were talking about this earlier. It's very reminiscent of Psycho. Psycho. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when asked about the violins that, and everything, <laughs> band was kind of in that. He's he said he's like, yeah, I was inspired by. It was kind of wanted in that vein, that same kind of feel. So at least he wasn't trying. He wasn't trying to be original, and he was kind of like almost as a um, a nod to Psycho. Yeah. yeah. So I thought that, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, and then we come to Miskatonic uh, Medical School in Arkham, Mass, which... Arkham, yeah. Arkham. Arkham, Arkham which doesn't exist. Yeah, but I, I, I think that might be a Batman reference. Like Arkham Asylum, uh, but Arkham City. Arkham City? Yeah, well, it's, it's part of... Uh, like, Arkham's the asylum, so like the, the villains call it Arkham City. Yeah. If I remember correctly. I kind of remember. But, but, there's video games and stuff. Remember yeah, I the, let you borrow Arkham Asylum back in the day? Yeah, but that all came out after 85, didn't it? I, I remember, I don't no. remember seeing the Arkham shit. Batman's been around since 50s, man. I didn't say Batman, I said the Arkham shit. Was it like an original... Oh, in the book? I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. You say the but book? I'm... You mean the comic books? No, no, I'm talking about like the reanimator book. Is that oh, what you're referring to? Oh, no, 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 to? I'm talking about Batman. Yeah, Batman came out forever ago. I know. <laughs> we're, we're getting back to the 290 debate here. What? I, I know Batman came out in like the 50s or whatever, but I'm saying like the whole Arkham thing. Yeah. So it could be a little nod to Batman. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. That's all. Uh, I don't know. That's, that's it. I mean, there's really <laughs> nothing else I got on it. You know what? No, that's cool. I, 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 I didn't even put two and two together, but I just didn't know. I just remember that coming out when like we were like in the 90s, you know? Yeah. I don't remember hearing it before that, like in the older comics. Yeah, and stuff. but I mean. But then again, I'm not a huge DC guy. Anyway. And also, you're also too young to read comics before 1985. Very true. So I can't read comics now. I can't even read. This isn't. I made. I make pop up books for these notes. I'm not joking. I no, I'm not. And worst of all, it does. I never learned to read. All right. 
So <clears throat> we have Dan Kane, who I'm gonna call Dan, just to make yeah. things. That's what I love about this movie. There's literally like six characters. Neither yeah. demons or Turn Living Dead. There were ten plus characters, mm-hmm. main characters plus other characters. It got kind of messy. So. We should also point out that um, if you don't like nudity. Then don't watch this movie because there's a lot of nudity. Yeah. Marco counted like how many dongs? There's at least eight, six dongs. Right? Six, yeah. maybe five. I, oh, well, there, on the big team. Actually, Kevin's... there might be more male parts in this movie than female. Oh, parts. there's definitely more. I, okay, so I'll say this: male more, nudity than female nudity. I mean, there's lengthier female nudity, but there's uh, definitely more dongs. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's de- a lot but, of dongs. but they're all um, reanimated dongs. They hang dong in this. Dead, uh, dead by they, dong. They, dead by dong. Yeah. Dead by dong. <laughs> <laughs> dead by dong. Dead by dong. Dead by dong. Dead by dong. So, um, Dan brings a body down to the morgue. Uh, of course, the sassy guard, who at first he's kind of one of your favorite characters because everyone else kind of dry in the beginning. And he's like, I don't know why they keep the doors locked around here. No one wants in and nobody getting out. You know? Yeah, he's he's the best. He's awesome. I love yeah, that guy yeah, throughout the, the movie. What else yeah. was he yeah, in? He looks so familiar. Uh, I'm not sure. I didn't look it up. Uh, but you I know, will. You, we looked that up because I meant to. Was he in Police ca- Police Academy? Th- he was in something. I he know is he not was. Michael Winslow. He does not no, make no, no, noises. No, no, no. He's, no, no, I no I'm not talking you're thinking about, about Carl dude. Winslow from Family Matters. I'm not talking about the dude who did the voices. But I thought he was the like he was the jerk cop in... He always plays a serious, like, jerk cop. Like, he's great. Yeah, at he, that's like, he's like typecast. We've seen him in shit, but like, yeah. At least it. it yeah. He's in he's in National Lampoon's Vacation, apparently. I don't know what he did in it. He's known, he's basically known for, it names three movies. I'll, I'll look deeper into it, but. Wait, was he Chubbs in, um, was, was he Chubbs, Chubbs in Happy Gilmore? No, man. No, that's. No, that's, that's uh. <laughs> no, it looks just like that, him. That's Action Jackson. <laughs> You're that's, making what's that his up. name? Uh, <coughs> no, the dude in Action Jackson. He was also in. Uh, Mark, you have a phone. Just look it up. He was in Predator, too. Ah, yes. Uh, yes. Not the same guy. <laughs> that's a little Arnie. Uh, uh, All right, it, Kevin, I would have believed you. I know. Thank you, dude. He yeah, really doesn't like have much version. of a. This is his. This is his IMDb page. He's well, don't no, go to his biography. Go to his movie. Well, that's what I'm trying to find, dude. Go to get the Oh, app, wait a minute. Dude. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I don't like the apps. What? I don't like apps. Fuck you. Apps suck. All right, anyway. uh, while you're looking that up, I'll, I'll continue. But I need to—I got to know what he's in. I don't like apps. I'd rather research this he was a, through the internet. He was the harmonica player in Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story. Oh, which is awesome. That's where he. No, <laughs> he, no, no, no. He was on eleven episodes of The King of Queens. He was George Barksdale. I'm guessing he was the old black guy in the nursing home, that oh. or whatever. Or uh, what's his name's friend? Uh, have you watched King of Queens? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, the old dude, Jerry Stiller's friend there. Oh, remember um, they did the casino together. I'm yeah. pretty sure that's him right there. I'm so bad with the names on that. Yeah, one. me too. I can't. Wait, remember. so it, he's not the the black guy in Dewey Cox. It's like you no. don't want none of this man. No, man, it's Tim Meadows. I see. I don't. I don't know actors in general. You just all right. No, I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. So down in the morgue, um, Dan Kane, Herbert West, and Doc Hill, and the Dean meet for the first time. And West West calls out Hill on his uh, brain research. Says it's a bit derivative of Dr. Gruber in the 70s in Europe. It would be considered plagiarism. And it's outdated. So obviously, right out of the gate. He shits all over Dr. Hill. Oh, like. Like, like he is up. But as a medical student, nobody has the fucking gall to act like that as a medical student. Like, hey, by the way, I'm in your class and you're probably going to fail me. But I think you're working shit. 
Yeah. I mean, flat out. I mean, that's exactly how he acts. Like, you you are a piece of shit. I'm on to you. Yeah, but, dude, he's going to write your fucking grade, man. Yeah, but... I, he also he, does say that, right? The doctor does say that. He says something about, I, I look forward to failing you. I look forward to failing you. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Um, yeah, so he, he knows that he's pretty much going to fail, but he's just here to... It's a good school. He can... He, um, you know, he has uh, the... That's what I'm looking for. Fuck, dude. Fuck. He's got a, you know, this lab. He has all the stuff. He has like the, so, um, all right. So then we, <laughs> <laughs> we will move on because I can't think of words. Yeah. I, I'm fucking, I'm telling you, I've seen this demons and wizards, dude. I'm fucking, my, my brain's been like, mm. brain's been fried. Oh my God. For like two days after I couldn't even speak English. So I, so the whole point is I, I think he, Dr. Hill has been stealing other doctors work and reaping the benefits of, of the practice and being able to get grants for the school. The so grant he machine. He has the prestige. Yeah. And, um, yeah. <laughs> he's a thief. He is a thief. He, he's a scumbag too. And at first you think West is like out of line and that Hill, oh, he's just, you know, um. He's this, a masked magician, was... as uh, Peter Steele would say. Masked magicians. Masked magicians. So it shows uh, Dan posting an ad for looking for a roommate. And then it goes right into meeting the girlfriend in the sex scene. Mm-hmm. Which, Marco... It just has a sex scene with boobs. Yeah, there's this definitely boobs. There's butt. There's all that stuff. But, yeah. I mean, nothing new. Every every horror movie do has boobs. I like that. The... Except The Conjurer. Except the country. <laughs> but, oh, is that a nut? Or a paw? Oh, that's a nut. <laughs> We're distracted by the dog, people. Uh, so, right after the hanky-panky, they're kind of fooling around, and Dan's going to sheet on him, and all of a sudden, she goes to leave, and Wes is just creepily standing at the door uh, with Dean's ad, uh, ad in his hand to rent the room. And then... Being a creep, he asks if this building has a basement and says this place is perfect and pretty much just hands over a stack of cash. So, you know, Dan's like a starving medical student. He can't say no. Yeah, man. And, Even and, though Meg's not super happy about it, she's like, don't you want to talk about this and think yeah. it over? You know, and, why and, did he leave Switzerland? And that's the thing. Like, she's very wary of him. And uh, you could see it in that scene. Like, she doesn't completely trust Herbert West. Yeah. And probably for good reason. Well, at first you think he's like like a... I don't want to spoil it too early, but, like, at first, like, you kind of think he's a really weirdo and you hate him, but then, like, kind of, towards the end, like, he's kind of one of your favorite characters. No, he's, I don't like, know. he's the best character. Yeah. Like, without yeah. a doubt. Like, at first, you're like, I don't know what this guy's game yeah. is. He, he's just in it for, like, the discovery, you right. know? He, he's not... And he just wants the breakthrough of reanimating. That's yeah. all it is. But anyway, go on, sir. So, first day of class, Wes calls out Dr. Hill again. He just keeps giving him rations of shit. And I just love how West has like no filter, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not at all. So there, there's every time um, Hill. Uh, that's actually kind of a visceral scene when he's when they're doing the. I'm not going to use that <laughs> word tonight. I'll leave it up to you. When they're um, when he's teaching them how to like scalp like the um, the corpse. Yeah, to get to the brain. Yeah, and just yeah, yeah, yeah. And just like the sound. Like, but but every time Doctor Hill says something, you see um. West kind of like cringe and he breaks two pencils right. and by the second pencil Hill's like hold on, hold on hold on what's the line the pencil oh the pencil line is uh, what is it the brain only survives six to twelve minutes after death he breaks the pencil 
And the doctor looks at him, Mr. Wes, I suggest that you get a pen next time. <laughs> like, what kind of doctor, like, watches his student look at him and <clears throat> the guy waits for him to talk and he breaks the pencil, like, angrily, his facial expressions, you know, Wes, like, angrily, like, oh, I'm going to bend this pencil and break it in half. And, I mean, it's like he stops class just to tell him, get a pen next time. <laughs> and then dismisses. He's so pissed yeah. off, he dismisses class. Class dismissed. Class dismissed. Or that's the whole point is that you're easily distracted, you're a shitty doctor, you're a fake, you're a fraud, you're a phony. I don't know, maybe that's it. Yeah, I mean, uh, he's already called him out for, you know, his bullshit brain death ideas. and A little over dramatic. But though. stealing Hans Gruber's, Dr. Gruber's ideas, too. So this, he's just getting on his nerves, man. He's just getting on the doctor's nerves. Also, another Gruber um, reference. Kev. Yeah? How I Met Your Mother. Gruber Pharmaceuticals. Ah. Frog Lake, that whole thing. Yeah. Spelled the same way. So yep. maybe, uh, I don't know. Who knows what came first, the chicken or the egg, but... Uh... So that brings us to the awkward di- okay. dinner scene. Well, like, what, what, yeah, like, where'd Gruber come from? Like, it, like, why is it such a common name, you know, in all these movies, all these... I don't know, we just connected it to three. I don't know if there's any more. Oh, there's more. Is there? There's, yeah. al- there's always There's always more. more. Yeah. That's what I mean, like, w- like where'd it stem from, and are they uh, it's just a coincidence, or, like, they're actual, like... I don't know. know. I-, I would say it's just a coincidence between Die Hard and, uh, and Reanimator, because they have the same exact name. You know, there's more here. We're gonna dig into this. We're gonna dig in. Yeah, right. we're gonna have a whole other like like a uh, uh, side podcast. Hans Gruber in Die Hard reanimated from Reanimator. Whoa! And then he died again, falling off a roof, <laughs> like of the Nakatomi Plaza. Why do you remember like these names, Nakatomi? Nakatomi Plaza. Yeah. How the fuck do you not know that? How would I know that? Because have you seen Die Hard? Nah, ever? Not since, not since I was like 10. Really? Yeah. You're fucking insane, man. Yeah, That's like to- the best movie ever. Go Tombstone or go home, dude. Dude, Die Hard. Well, ah, jeez. I don't even want to get into this because we can go on about this for years. <laughs> <laughs> so that brings us to the awkward dinner scene uh, where Hill and the Dean. I'm just going to call him the Dean. That's fine. Dean Halsley, though, because I don't yeah. think you've actually said his name, right? Yeah. So we'll call him the Dean, though. Yeah, that's fine. So Hill and Dean uh, start showing resentment big time for Dan. And we're not exactly sure why, but by the end of the scene, we know why. He, Hill wants a piece of Meg. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, makes it, like, kind of, like, uncomfortable. Like, he just makes me uncomfortable this whole fucking movie. And this is, like, when he's, like, still normal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It gets even worse, but we'll get to that later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then it cuts to the scene with um, Meg and Dan studying, and they realize that Rufus the cat seems to be absent. Uh, they do a bit of snooping, and Meg finds Rufus in West's mini-fridge. In his room. In his room, yeah. yeah. And then he has a, some kind of bullshit excuse, like, oh, I found him dead, he got his head stuck in a jar. And, and he suffocated. Yeah, and then I, I love the um, one of the dry jokes, like, he's like, oh, I didn't have the time, what am I supposed, I want to tell you in person, what am I supposed to write a note, cat dead, details later, like, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's not supposed to be funny, but it is. Yeah, you yeah, know? I mean, it's funny, like, I don't know, man, he's a weird guy, obviously the cat ends up dead, she talks about it while they're on the couch, where's Rufus, I don't know if you mentioned this, but since, since Herbert's moved in, Rufus has, like, basically disappeared, Yeah. so Rufus is scared of Herbert for some reason. And she's just basically thinking he's a freak, weirdo, whatever. Well, and she even said she has like this suspicion that something he did something with the cat. Yes, you know, like butt yeah. stuff. It's like possibly butt stuff. You just <laughs> finally opened that fucking beer. I was finishing off my other one. 
You guys yell at me when I pee like 13 times a podcast. I have like my pre-podcast ritual. I drain the bladder. But... <laughs> and now we're, we're actually furthest from the bathroom that we've been in a while. I know. We're actually uh, in our original recording space. Yeah. All right, I'm grabbing a beer. Alright. <laughs> so speaking One of for me too. Speaking yeah. of Rufus, Dan is woken up in his sleep by a horrible screeching sound. He goes in the basement to find Wes's reanimated Rufus. Um, this is the the great scene where it's just a light swinging and it's you only see the cat at the very end of the scene, Rufus. But with the lighting, um, it kind of gives you that illusion because of all the shadows. Like you see shit moving, but you don't see this like the cat. A, a cat. Yeah, you, know? you don't physically see the cat. So the cat's black too, so it like kind of blends yeah. in and all that bullshit. So it creates the whole kind of atmosphere, but doing it very cleverly with the light and mm-hmm. you know. Don't worry, Popeye. No animals were really hurt hurt in this uh, the making of this film. Well, well, maybe it was 1985. It was. Yeah, things were different. Like Milo and Otis. There was like eight Milos and eight Otises. Because they all died. Yeah, they kept throwing them off. Like, <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, dude, is that true? Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that movie since like it came out, like yeah. back when I was a kid or whatever. But damn, I will never watch that movie again if yeah, that's true. Yeah, I guess there was like at least four or five of each. I was babe treated. Uh, he was bacon. He was bacon. He made. He was made into bacon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Goddamn poor babe. Oh, look at the love. He's all about this. He's yeah, like, oh, he's man, this. I got new friends. This is great. So after the uh, a battle with, <laughs> he wants me to touch he's... his. He wants me to touch his wiener, but I won't. All right, a little bit. Oh. Uh, so after a battle. Um, and a re reanimated dead cat dead. Uh, Rufus explains what is going on. The Rufus Rufus explains what's going on. Yeah, Herbert West. Herbert West. Um, so Dan doesn't believe him, so they re reanimate Rufus, and then of course Megan comes down, sees what's going on, and freaks the fuck out. I mean, how do you explain that? Yeah, and then the best part though about the whole. Like thing, he's like he's he's isn't that the part where he's like he looks like he's in pain? Well, what does he say? Birth is painful. Oh, birth is yeah, painful. Uh, yeah, yeah, birth is painful. And which is like, awesome. One of my favorite lines of that whole fucking movie. Yeah, because I mean it's it is creepy. Even though you, I mean, you just like when he says that immediately, you're like and you're hearing the cat like scream and it's mm-hmm. just, and he's got the broken back. Yeah, yeah. Don't expect him to do the tango. He has a broken back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got <laughs> yeah. the broken back. He's screaming and uh, yeah, birth is painful. Birth is painful. Oh, yeah, man. that that's a great. It's yeah. one of my favorite lines of the whole movie. Yeah, that one and uh, yeah, the pencil was... line and uh, there's one more later. We'll get to it later, if I remember. All right. So after this kind of awkward night, uh, for some reason Dan decides to tell. Dean's the Dean Meg's father about the results. Yeah. Instead of kind of like, oh shit, this worked. Like let's uh, do a little more research and gather some evidence and then go. He just decides to like just go and tell him. And I don't know why. Like he he seems like a very driven medical student, but I don't know why he jumped the gun. Maybe. Well, I think it's because you know it's his girlfriend's dad. Yeah, but but like we know that the Dean doesn't really like Dan. You know, from that dinner scene. Yeah. Say, like oh. I see, you know, it's getting see right. Why don't you guys hang out here? Yeah. And yeah. he's like, oh, we're going to go back to my house. He's like, I'm going to go bang, so I'm gonna I'm bang gonna go, your daughter. I'm going to go bang your daughter um, and pretend to study. That's a little nuts. That's so cute. That is staying on the podcast. Good. I think he's humping. What's he doing? No, he's he's uh he has the hiccups right now. Oh, so no. he's like, his entire body is just like shaking with every hiccup. 
Look at him moving back and forth. Man, look at you. He is loving life. He's like, guys, heart is boring. I'm so bored. <laughs> just film him in podcast. I know. Let's just it. have like a... We're an gonna hour get a million half. hits just on Popeye. An hour and a half of just like him hiccuping. Uh, so, alright. So, getting back to it. Dan... Dan goes and tells the Dean. And for some reason... Uh, so, of course, the Dean acts like, you know, you think he would. He promptly calls them mad... Boots West and takes away uh, Dan's school loans if he wants to stay. And, of course, he can't afford them. Right, so. as far as Boots West, that means he kicked him out of school completely. Yeah. Completely. He, like, he, he's done. He, he barred him, and he said, you know, as far as you, your loans are pretty much, you know, your student loans are done, so you have to pay for yourself. And he says, I, I can't pay for that. This podcast is brought to you by filming Popeye and Kevin not participating. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I tried. I thought I stopped him. Uh, so kind of out of sheer desperation, uh, Dan kind of agrees to sneak West into the morgue to try to uh, reanimate, to see what's what the effects on actual human tissue, right. like yeah. fre- fresher, because we know we did it on Gruber and we saw his fucking eyes explode. And mm-hmm. So he wants it on like a, a fresher specimen. Yes. So that's that that scene where they they sneak him into the morgue and um, and my man Jerry Black. Jerry, is that his name? Well, that's his real name. I actually okay. don't know his name in the movie. Um, the security guard. Yeah, and he's but his name like, is Jerry Black. Jerry Black. Mm-hmm. So he, he kind of wants to see him, and that has it, to be a screen name. That it, can't be his real name. Yeah. How come, Kevin? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Kevin. Real. Shut up, Kevin White. Let's Jer- do this. Jerry, <laughs> well, exactly, exactly. I'm, I'm Doug the White. <laughs> Doug the White. Doug LeBlanc. LeBlanc. White. No, uh, no relation to Gandalf. Uh, Doug, yeah, I was just going to say, like, Gandalf the White? Yeah, LeBlanc. LeBlanc. Well, I want to be white. the Grey. Yeah, the Grey. Marco the Grey. Marco the Grey. Maybe that's what you... You're the, like the... You are. You're like the peacekeeper. You come... Marco the Grey. Mm-hmm. Thou shall not pass. Thou oh. shall not pass. You know he, me, though. I'm easy. I do. I do He's going to staff, staff infect. Does that count? <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Didn't want to break it to you this way, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> staff, staff infection. I'm confused. But. That was odd. That was good. That's, That's good. right. You, you would, it, it's pretty funny. <laughs> He's got a staff infection. You are Gandalf the Grey. That's mm-hmm. it. Thou shall not pass. You know me. I'm easy. Mm-hmm. You. All right, you can pass. All right, you I'm can easy. pass. Yeah. Come on. Oh, we should do like a Lord of the Rings one. Oh, funny, oh, like just funny, for fun. Yeah. yeah. What, like, like just do like a Lord of the Rings episode? Yeah. I, I'm not against going like non-horror. Oh, like, here we go. Something. He's going to bring up Equalizer. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> you know that? Yeah, you know that. Well, I, I know I wouldn't mind doing the Equalizer. Segway. And Doug segway. wouldn't mind doing Tombstone. Oh, oh, it's going to be like Me. a six-hour. Oh, it's gonna yeah. Be- <laughs> but uh, as far as Equalizer, that wouldn't really be my movie pick. I just was really like that movie. That's mm. all. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I apologize. <sighs> no, it's a good point. I we digress. could go off horror. Yeah, we could. I mean, there's always a time we could decide we want to do something else. Yeah. Go off the Dude, cuff. Yeah, we could do. I mean, we could do whatever we want. Yeah. I want to do Terminators too. Well, yeah, those, those are kind of like in the. I mean, I mean, obviously, there's a fine line between like sci-fi and horror. Sometimes, you know what I mean? Yeah, and that kind of like that'd be like a perfect. I think yeah. we've talked about that before. Like sci-fi, as far as like, well, I'd say Lord of the Rings is like more fantasy, right? That's fantasy, yeah, fantasy. definitely fantasy. Yeah. But but good fantasy, good fantasy, got such good movies. Kind of like right, we got Chinese food waiting. Let's go. Yeah, no, I'm right. just kidding. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> Uh, so in the morgue, they find almost a perfect corpse to test on. And why are they in the fucking dark this whole scene? 
They're in a locked morgue. We know that because. So, oh, so but but they snuck in Herbert West past the security guard. Yeah, but once they go in the morgue, they shut the door. But, but what did the line say when he goes to look? Oh, you got my lunch under there, and he lifts the sheet up. He's like, no, it's a, a meatball. It looks like a meatball. Yeah, yeah, I got car- hit by a semi. Yeah, but once they cool. go through the like the yeah. operating room, they go into the morgue. And, it is dark, and they they shut the door. But for some reason, they stay in the dark. Cause he's got the flashlight, probably for effect. Uh, it could be for effect, or it could be because the. I don't know. Maybe they're not trying to draw attention, but the guy did see him walk by. I don't know. Honestly, yeah, and the door know. shut. Like yeah. so, yeah. So I actually didn't like ever think about that, but that's the truth. Yeah, <laughs> I never thought about that. All right. So after two tries in the perfect corpse, they found to bring him back to life. Uh, he comes back to life in a violent zombie-like state. Uh, tosses shit around, trashes the morgue, and then simultaneously, the the dean finds out that uh, Dan. Well, oh, that, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, Dan yeah. Uh, was supposed to show up that night for work, and there was yeah. the guy that was supposed to tell the nurse was in surgery, so he knows he's still there, and she's like, oh, I think he's in the morgue. So he's en route to mm-hmm. to the morgue. And can we just talk about how awesome this fucking, like, neon green yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, reagent yeah. is? Like, yeah, the, yes. Which you didn't mention, he did, uh, he did sur- you know, put a syringe in the guy first with reagent. Yeah, but I love how fucking neon green it is. Like, like even in like a dark room, like I, I want to know what they use. lights up. Man. I want to know what they use. And what sucks is like back then, you know that they actually made a solution. They, they, I don't know how many times it's probably, probably like radioactive, like for real. Mm-hmm. And then now all they would do is CGI it. Yeah, like uh, I expect CGI like, the solution. That's I, easy. I expect like Ninja Turtles to pop out with the, like, oh, the, the ooze. The yeah, ninja. you know what I mean. It's just fucking so it's that green. But anyway, yeah, no, good, good point. I, Oh, no, that's a great point. Uh, so Dean catches, no. <laughs> huh? No, no, go ahead. So Dean catches what they're doing in the morgue. Oh wait, Dean catches. Oh, Dean catches word that they are in the morgue. Yes. Uh, Dean goes down and has the door kicked down on him by the zombie. I'm gonna just call him a zombie instead of reanimated corpse. We'll say zombie. He pretty much is. I mean, it's it's a, it's a brought back to life. Yeah, so. it's the Living Dead. So technically, yeah. it could be a zombie. And this is actually one of the first kind of like real zombie H.P. Lovecrafts. Mm-hmm. Like his story was kind of like the first like reanimated um, type of corpse. Everything okay, Kev? Yeah, he's just yeah. like wicked phone happy today. Yeah, I'm would you would, to, you, would you get a new iPhone today no, or something? I did, but we're doing some social media. We're podcasting. It's good, no, man. That's true. All right, that's cool. Look for fucking news. Yeah, we're doing it. <laughs> Just watch out for those ball picks. Oh god, he's got sweet balls. Talk about you, Marco. I know. Um, I, I knew you were talking about me. <laughs> so the zombie picks up and chomps off the fingers of the dean and tosses him against the wall. So he he dead. Yeah, but d- dude, the way it happens though, he runs through the fucking door like yeah. the Incredible Motherfucking Hulk. Yeah. Like, he reminds me of the Incredible Hulk. And then he, he, he jumps on the door, boom, and yeah, he's huge, he's massive. You're saying, like, the old school Lou Ferrigno. Like, yeah, 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 but Lou he's not Ferrigno, green. Yeah. He's red as fuck. I don't know he's, why he's yeah. so red, but... Well, he's dead. Well, it's the blood coagulates when ah, he dies. Ah, I guess, okay. You so, know what I mean? It's, yeah. But it's insane. Like, I love how he just runs, busts through that door, man. The jumps, and then you can hear the cracking and everything of the, the bones. Yeah. Which is pretty fucking cool. So, yeah, after I forgot about the initial crush, you're right. When I, when I and do that's, this, like, I'm pretty sure that's, like, how the Dean dies, is well, from the crush. Well, because he picks him up, and he's oh, still, then he and he's still like, yeah, 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 and he yeah, bites yeah. off. So he's he's pretty much, like, in right, tra- right, yeah, he's right, not right. in great shape when he no, picks no, him up. No, 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 you're right. Um, so they bring the Dean back to life, but he comes back as a very, <laughs> in a zombie state. I'm taking a picture of you taking a picture. <laughs> that way, that way everyone.
don't know what's going on from everything. Yeah, angle. he doesn't know what's going on. He's he's all like violent. He's yeah, he's he's violent. He's not himself. Which of course, yeah. there's something that kind of contradicts itself later on, and I'll bring that up then. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so um, after after the scene, they come down, and no one really people ask questions, but not enough questions. That's what kind of drives me crazy about this movie. Like no one asks enough questions. Like. Why is everybody dead and bleeding? And he's like, oh, well, he came down and... Well, the one thing that we noticed, too, is every time one of these reanimated corpses talk, there's, like, streams of blood and guts. Yeah, or, oh, uh, coming out their mouths? Like yeah, the spit, The yes. blood spit? Like, everybody's dribbling spit. Like, bloody spit yeah. everywhere, yeah. Do you notice that? Did you notice that, Doug? Like, when they were reanimated? No, yeah, yeah. When they talked, though, blood, like, every time would come down their chin. Mm. Did you notice mm-hmm, that? Mm-hmm. And uh, what, uh, he's distracting me so much right now. This fucking twat with the phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a point now. I forgot because this These fucking guy's taking dope. fucking <laughs> selfies and shit. <laughs> you fuck. Fucking Jesus Christ. So he'll... Oh, but you didn't talk about how the zombie guy got taken down. The big oh, the with big the, beast. With the, with the bone saw? With the bone saw. And he goes right through his back, right through his chest, which I thought was fucking awesome yeah. gore. No, that's true, too. Yeah. I, I was trying to... I know last time I uh, the guest was a little more complex, so I I went way too much with the notes. I'm trying to, like, get the main points and then... So this is perfect. No, like I said. Yeah, but but we, we don't want to backtrack all the time, either. So you got to bring up the bones. So the gore is important. Bring I'll up go ahead and let you do the notes next time. No, 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 no. You can do the notes. All right, then. See? But we the, help each other out. That's the whole thing. But the gore is important, though. That's part of the horror, man. Is, Some... is it? I didn't know that. I thought it was for the comedic, mm-hmm. comedic aspect. Oh, I, was... I thought it was for the... Um... <laughs> oh, yeah. Doug, you're not too quick today. No, I'm drunk. <laughs> From Blues and the, Wizards. Blame the booze. Hey. He's blaming a show that happened like two and a half weeks ago, too. Yeah. By oh. The way. <laughs> three weeks ago. Oh. It was three weeks ago. No, not that long. September 4th. It was three weeks, yeah. Yeah, three weeks. Yeah, but it wasn't that... I oh, know, you're right. It's only the 20th. I'm yeah. sorry. I Look, keep thinking it's like the 20th. It was, like, it, was right, it was the Wednesday before... There's plenty of discussion about all of the metal and alcohol we've consumed. I mean, considering you guys just got back from fucking Montreal or wherever the hell you went. Mm-hmm. Saskatchewan. But let's get back to Reanimator. <laughs> All right. Anyways. All right, Kevin. Are you actually back in? Or are you going to talk? No, a I'm going to take a picture of you now with Michael Jesus Myers. Face. <laughs> Go, get it out of the way now, so we can just do it. We're doing it. Let's do it and doing it well. Yeah. So. That good? Is that lined up? <laughs> no, keep going. <laughs> he'll have the dean. He'll has the dean in a straitjacket in his office, which is creepy enough that he has a padded room in his office. Uh, but Hill and Meg are outside the padded room talking about what what may have happened to the dean. And what can be done? And he suggests some kind of um, exploratory surgery. Uh, and the creepy ass Hill decides to decides this is a good time to um, basically uh, advance on Meg. You know, like uh, I don't yeah, know it was about said. forty years younger than him too, by the way. Yeah, yeah well, there's he's, a huge. He's, he's best friends with the dean. Yes, he's. A shithead of a doctor, and he also he's infatuated with his best friend's daughter, who's like, again, like Marco just said, forty years younger. At least, yeah. And we will find out more about that in the next, you know, segment. So Hill finds out during Dean's surgery, or the Dean, I keep calling him Dean, the Dean surgery that uh, 
He he's dead, but has the quote appearance of life. So he figures out that Wes knows how to reanimate, and he wants the discovery for himself. Mm-hmm. So he confronts uh, West in their basement. So West uh, denogonizes him with a shovel. Uh, he, he what? Denogonizes him. Denogonizes. For people that don't understand. Yeah, please explain the, the reason. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's a Seinfeld reference for you. Oh, Seinfeld. is that it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the denogonizer. Remember when there was like a killer going around New York? Yeah, I don't remember, and Jerry carries a bat. I don't know, the denogonizer. Yeah, I, I it's gotta a Kramer thing. that series. So, um, it, it, so, West just doesn't know when enough is enough. He doesn't know when to say when. And he decides to reanimate uh, Hill's head and then his body, his decapitated body. So, <laughs> the reanimated head and body knocks West out somehow. Uh, reanimated Hill dresses his body up and scrubs and then, like a anatomy model type head which I think is awesome yeah I thought that was great too like he, a plastic head and a plastic head because yeah. at first you're like oh man he's just wearing like a scrub mask over his like a you know he put his head on put a scrub mask on no but he's got his head in a duffel bag and he puts <laughs> it's almost like there was that movie with um uh where he escapes from jail he makes like a paper mache version of himself Con Air no, it was an old Clint Eastwood movie. Oh, it's uh, Escape from Alcatraz. Excuse, yeah, yeah, the original yeah, Escape from Alcatraz. Yeah, was close. <laughs> <laughs> you were right there, Kevin. You were like triangulating. Prison Break. Uh... Oh, The Rock. You're talking about The, the Rock. Rock. Which, I, which yes. I think was the best because when he's going into the lab and again, the security guy, Mr. Jerry Black, I forget his character name, but he comes in and uh, he's like, yeah, is, this, is that you, Dr. What's his name? I forget. Dr. Hill. Hill. Dr. Hill. And he's like in the bag. He's like, yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, with the fucking and, fake head like. and how did he get down there with he can't see because his head's in a bag there's no eye holes cut or they don't but, let you but know but not to mention well because you can see he's feeling for the door and stuff but not to but mention but he's still getting downstairs like how do you go through the elevator you know with the that's stairs true, that's like, true. it would have been better if he would have put his severed head on top of his body rather than the the stupid it's great that's the whole comedic aspect because you got like though. one yeah. side that's still human the other side's it's like, like bone skeleton, like yeah. skeleton yeah. bone yeah, it's like a skull, like a skull, half skull, half like human side. Yeah, yes. <laughs> he's like, yeah, mumbling through the bag. Like they couldn't keep the zipper open a little bit, but maybe he was out of the bag a little. You know, on the walk down, it, it doesn't show. The it doesn't walk show down. up, but you're right. We're yeah, maybe there's something we're we missed. But yeah, that's how I do. It's the only way I know how, Mark. <laughs> only way I know how. Hey, dive right. as deep as you can, buddy. So we find out that. Hill has mind control now over Dean after doing the lobotomy, and he basically sicks them on Dan and Meg. Right. He throws Dan against the wall, cracks his head open. You think he? I thought he was dead the first time I saw this because it's like a blood stain when he hits the wall. Yeah, yeah, but but what's cool is later on when you do see his head, like you see the blood, which is cool throughout the rest of the movie. Yeah, you actually yeah. see the blood in his hair and stuff, which I thought was pretty cool. You know, so, so they I did always, a good job. They paid I, attention to detail in this movie, which I liked. I always thought Dan would end up being reanimated. I don't know why. I always thought I had a feeling like Dan would end up being like a corpse that's reanimated. Well, out. husband of reanimator doesn't sound as good. Uh, you're spoiling it. <laughs> well, you're spoiling it too. No, you're mean, spoiling it. I guess I am. I don't know. I'm just hanging out with Popeye over here. The door. The snorer. What is the door, LOL? Oh, 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 oh. I don't so, know, you wrote the notes. No, no. I, <laughs> You're like, what's the door? No, no, I, I know what it's in reference to. Um, so, so, um, Dean knocks Dan out, and we don't know that 
he, um, Dean, he, the doctor. No, the dean. Oh, he knocked him out. He's six. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, knocks yeah. Dan out, and then it kind of like the scene ends. He like kind of attacks Meg, yes, and then that's right. That's right. So, uh, God, did I miss a page? No. <laughs> it's just such a like a weird like it's kind of not a slow burn, but it's kind of like a lot going on. And then all of a sudden, it's like no. There, there's definitely there are some lulls in the movie. There's certainly some lulls. So the dean comes to the door with unconscious Meg, and this. So how did he? Because they were at their house. How did this zombie get a woman to the hospital down to the board with nobody Don't noticing? ask questions. If you start maybe, asking questions... Maybe Michael Myers taught him how to drive. Maybe. Yeah, okay. Oh, oh you're going there. No, no, no. I, honestly, you're right, though. It, if you question it... If you question it, it takes the fun out of that's it. That's the whole like, That's point the whole movie. point. Like, I, yeah. Once you get too far, we can question any movie, any time. No, I know. I, I just thought I'd kind of bust chops with that. I like, no, that but, was good. So was he's good. got his good. head in like a... Touche. Touche. He's got his head in a pan, and he has his body go and like fill it with blood. And he's yeah. like, aww. So, that's, so it could feed the brain. We were talking about that earlier. So all of a sudden... Yeah, the mm-hmm. blood, the blood. We were like the blood in the pan. We were thinking about that. So for those of you, when you see it, you're like, "This is stupid." I like they, they're adding blood bags to the pan. That's ridiculous. Why? Well, no. If your head is severed and you keep moving it into a a, a turkey pan or whatever the pan is, the whole point is in order for the brain to still function and live, it needs blood to pump through it. So the only way to do that is to have a pan with a head full of blood. Dude. So the blood keeps circulating. Yeah, and, and what's going on? In cool and out, in what, and out, in right. and out, yeah. So the door, LOL, in my notes. So he, his head's in the pan, and his body's kind of doing shit. And then all of a sudden you hear like a bang on the door, and he's like, The door. And yeah, he's, yeah. he's telling his body to go open the door. It's right. like, it's, so he, it's almost like he has control over his body, but right. like not. And he does. Not. Yeah. Not like like it's connected, but it's almost like he's controlling. He's right. like, the door. And he goes like to the door and opens it. But I think that comes to your point too. You that like That's the whole point, right? He does have control over the physical bodies. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think it's all everything he lobotomized he has control over. Yeah. But, uh, but I don't understand how that connection happens is what I'm trying. That's the only thing I couldn't figure out in the movie. They never, yeah, there's honest. never an implant. Yeah. There's never a device. I mean, it's. Yeah, it, I really it, don't understand how it works. Like, so, cause, well, cause they, talk about his, they talk about his laser drill, his like, um, up, yeah, state of the art laser drill is going to yeah. change stuff. So somehow he finds out that when he uses his laser bill, drill. laser drill to yeah. lobotomize the reanimated corpses, somehow he has like control. Right. But it's just a laser. Like it's just, like, I mean, or yeah, it's not like his laser, mind like, can't tap into a laser. You know? I will no, say so. this: if they redid this movie, they would be able to use current modern technology because you have we have the size of a rice grain now. You can use ch- tracking chips. They would actually be able to perfect this movie by saying like. I'm able to control you because I have a chip in my head, but this is the master chip, and all of the other chips will follow whatever movements I. They they could actually perfect this movie mm. now in modern times. I wonder if it's H.P. Lovecraft, dude, was way ahead of his time. Oh fuck yeah, I love way movie. ahead of his time. A local too from Rhode Island, and I know I've been. Have you been to this? Is this no, is not. totally on topic? So. Uh, again, um, we're not going to use his real name, but we'll use Dr. Mitch Cock, as he loves to go by. Um, he is a huge H.P. Uh, Lovecraft fan, and I didn't even realize, H.P. Lovecraft, they uh, Narragansett has actually made H.P. Lovecraft beers, which is cool. And in his house, he has a display 
in his room on the shelf, it's all the HP Lovecraft beers that they have, which I didn't even know that a company actually paid respect to, you know, an author like HP Lovecraft. But that's that's well, they're they're sweet. both Rhode Island based. Yeah, you know, that's, so they that's kinda... awesome. It's awesome. A- have you ever been to his grave, Kev? I have not. Uh, it's he's down in Swan Point Cemetery. I think I don't know if it's Pawtucket or Rhode uh, Providence. But um, it's a gorgeous cemetery, and he's got this little very modest headstone. And of course, you can imagine it's got all kinds of like um, people writing their own poems, leaving it for him. And, and I can't remember. Did we actually in school? Did they ever actually give us anything? No, HP Lovecraft. Nothing. Nothing. That's so fucked up. Yeah, man. we got like Poe, right? A lot of Poe. Poe, yeah, which I po. love. I yeah. love Poe, but quote the Raven nevermore. Quoth. And he's a local but, bastard too from Connecticut. But he's... still, it's not the same. You know, it's like no. I, I would like. H.P. Lovecraft was like Stephen King of like the the turn of the century. And you know? it, it, not to get off topic, but as far as Poe goes, I've Pogo. seen I've seen Poe goes as far as Poe goes goes. I've seen artwork of um, both uh, Edward Norton and Johnny Depp playing at um, Poe, and I've never seen a fucking movie with either of them in it. Am I missing something here? I've seen artwork. People like pe- artists have actually drawn up pictures of both Edward Norton as Poe and Johnny Depp, and I can't fucking. I've never. Is there a movie out that I'm missing? Not that I know. No. Not that that can you imagine both of them though? Is yeah. either of them as Poe? Be fucking perfect. Yeah, it'd be great. All right. Anyway, back to Reanimator. Yeah, but not like Jack Sparrow Depp, like good Depp. Savvy. <laughs> Savvy. <laughs> like um. Like blow Depp. Quote the ne- quote the writer right. nevermore. Savvy. Sound right. Uh, the Ninth Gate, Ever Depth will be good. Good movie. Good movie. I love that fucking movie. Probably my. Have you ever seen Blow? Yeah, yeah. That Blow is a fucking fantastic. Have you seen Blow? It's, yes. Yeah, fantastic. Awesome. Blow. I think that blows Scarface out of the water. Fuck Scarface. I hate Scarface. I'm in agreement. <laughs> I mean, Scarface has got its moments. Yeah, but it's so goddamn it, played it, out. It's, it's so, so timed. And it's so fucking. You talk about lulls. Yeah. Scarface got it. There's like. Say hello to my little friend, the chainsaw scene, yeah. and what else, what else in that movie besides and the fucking... And we just took a left turn. <laughs> yeah, we did. We right. always take left turns. Left turns is the best part of the podcast. Doug, please but... turn right to get back on course of direction. Four left turns, you'll end up in the same spot. Look, we're good. We're, we're getting there. We're yeah. getting there. We're I, got like there. A, I got like a page left. We're good. Yeah. We're like at the fucking home stretch now. Yeah. Uh, so, um, when Dean brings uh, Unconscious Meg to the morgue, um, Which leads to the creepiest part ever. Yeah, so Ooh, her yeah. clothes are promptly ripped off and she's strapped down to a tray. Like Which the, spread he- eagle. the headless body, basically. The headless body does that. Ties her yeah, down. Yeah. Ties her down. The headle- is it the headless body? Oh, yes. yes. Or is it Dean? Yes. No. It is the headless body, huh? Yeah, it's the headless body. I'm pretty sure, anyway. So he, Headless body. Yeah. He grabs his own head, brings it over, says some creepy-ass shit, um, and then... But she somehow gets out with one hand, so I don't know why she doesn't punch him. She's just like, no. Because she's freaked out. It's like Stop. a headless body. I think she's like kind she's, of in yeah, shock. She's freaked out. She's in shock. When I'm it's in a, shock, I'm going to start throwing punches. It's a movie. It's an 80s movie. I know. A, I, a modern I, woman today would have fucking DDP'd him, like DDP'd him off the fucking table or <laughs> done something. But, you know, it's the 80s. She was like, I'm helpless. Oh, stop yeah. it. It's a, you know, headless head. So, head. Headless head. You're a headless head. Sounds like a docking song. Like a heartless heart. So, I don't know. Do you get... Heartless we'll kind heart. of like go real quick over this because it gets Is really that awkward. Song, really? Heartless heart? You got a heartless heart. Don't you like docking? I love docking. What album? That's off Tooth and Nail, dude. Heartless heart? All right. Got a heartless Take it more left. Maybe, yeah. I've, maybe I've tried to forget that lyric, which you like. No, no, it's good. It's I good. like Alone Again. I, well, 
Oh, alone again. All right, all right. Tooth yeah. and nail, not heartless. Heart. I got a heartless. Oh shit! You're Whenever right. I eat a I burger, out of it now, it just came back to me. Yeah. Whenever I eat like a fucking Impossible Burger, I'm like, heartless. I got the meatless meat. <laughs> I got the oh. meatless meat. Oh yeah. Sing that, Nevin. <laughs> Marco's shaking his head. He's disgusted. It's beautiful. This is that was a picture perfect moment, Marco. Uh, all right, man. I've never seen that type of disgust in your face. <laughs> <laughs> Disgust is right. You don't sing to your burgers before you. Eat them. No, no, that is fucking great. <laughs> it's gonna be like on like a Burger King like commercial. I like singing while I poop. Yeah, that's about oh. it. Your butt whistle. That's why. Mm-hmm. Butt gotta, whistler. You gotta sing to that. Whistle. I'm gonna master Civil War, dude. <laughs> the whistling in Civil War or patience. I'm gonna learn how to butt oh, whistle. <laughs> butt whistle. I wanna do like you know Peter Frampton when he like talks the guitar. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. wanna learn to do that with my asshole. Yeah. yeah. Just like oh, butthole control. Children, children all over the world are just picking up all sorts of intelligent conversations in this podcast. It's yeah, today, you know what, dude? It's been uh, it's been two months since the team's been together. Yesterday, it was talks of space and Mars. Yeah. Today, tomorrow, it's assholes. We're not always. We're not always. Actually, me and Doug are like this all the time. Actually, it, it's been a it's been a weird couple of weeks. I don't know. It's been a weird summer. For me, summer. for me, it's well, been yeah. a weird summer. But anyway, we'll, we'll touch base on that. We'll touch base on that later. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll gingerly touch tips. Touching tips. Touching tips. What is that fucking sausage party? I can't sing. Oh I wish God. I could. You juice it, bro. So I, I, normally I would like. I'm a douche. Normally I would like interject with like the next scene, but I don't even want to get to this. I'm like just kind of like why? Because because she wakes up and he's because like, he takes his head. And he starts like no, he's creepy. He, he, no, no, he, no, 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 no. He hold says on, hold on, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's start this over. She wakes up and he's like massaging her tits. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Like the headless body is massaging breasts, Marco, her tits. Marco, breasts. Oh, I'm sorry, boobs, yeah. boobs, breasts, breasts. Yeah. All right, and then and then he can, you know goes. She gets her arm out, like you said. She gets her arm out, and then he takes the head. His well, head. the body takes the the head, and. She he starts licking her nipple, and then starts licking her all over the place. He tries kissing her first, actually, but she refused. She fought that off. That's the one thing she could kind she of like stiff arm him, yeah. yeah. And then in the corn syrup or whatever they use in his mouth, I mean, it's it's evident that he yeah, it's all over. Her it's boot. all over her body. That, that I mean, honestly, twenty four gallons of fake blood they use for this. I give I'm not actors. I give I, I give actors and actresses, especially the actresses. I give her credit because, I mean, she had to literally let a dude violate her on set in order to just let the scene go. Right. She didn't stick anything in her boobs. I mean, look, I'm not doing this whole... It's just the truth. I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, I'm like, dude, this girl actually had to sit here and like, I really want this part, but I gotta let some dude who's probably my dad's age in real life, like, leak corn syrup all over my my breasts and my, you know, getting close to Mm -hmm. getting it in the bush... And yeah, and then he lowers the head to go in between the legs, and that's when that's when West is like Herbert <laughs> West walks right in. <laughs> Think Satan West shows up, but yeah. his line is all perfect. Off, Did you call him Satan West? I said thanks Satan that West shows. Oh, thanks Satan. Yeah. Okay, he is perfect too when he shows up. He's like, I'm disappointed in you, Doctor Hill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank thank fucking Satan that it he did get up. weird. Like I was getting to the point where I was like, oh god. Yeah, it's Please like it's definitely me. an awkward scene, man. Like I think it's supposed to make you feel awkward. You know, no, what I mean? it's that way? it's very cringy, man. It's yeah. it's it's really like almost hard to watch the first time. After the first time, I, I've seen the movie a bunch of times now, but. 
it doesn't affect me as much. But definitely when you see it the first time, it's pretty fucking shocking. Yeah, I know it's shocking. And it's yeah. like, wow, really? They like t- eighty five. Short like, gore and shock. Honestly, I don't think today you can pull that scene off. Hey, it's almost as good as our our lipstick lipstick nipple. Well, yeah, but it, yeah. it's a lot more creepy than lipstick. lipstick well, because it's more rapey. Yeah, well, lipstick. It is nipple, rapey. Yeah, no, it's rapey. It's, well, rapey. it's totally rapey. She was possessed and stuck something in her nip, which is weird enough. But like yeah. the whole like she did that on her own. Yeah, yeah, she did. Yeah, yeah. right. This Sounds is like the whole rapey type factor, which no, nowadays you're right. You let that, that and old fly. man white collar creepy. See, um, well, yeah, I was fucked up. Let me put it this way. I mean, it it, it actually thought of like, man, my wife works at the hospital, and it's kind of the same thing, man. It's like it's it's old school white collar creepy, like top down money, old school yuppie. That shit is real. Like, that is... Unfortunately, this is... I'm not saying that happens in hospitals, but it is reality. Like, that factor of, I like your daughter. I've been friends with you for so long, but I secretly want your daughter. And it, you know, here he is. He's like, I've had it all. I've been brought back from the dead. I'm gonna get what I want. Yep. Because I can. Yep, and that's pretty much what he did, man. It's, it's, it's pretty fucked up, though. It is a pretty fucked up scene. It definitely shocked me, man. The first time you see it, yeah, yeah it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, I forgot about this. Yeah. Popeye, they actually mention it. They um, American Beauty, remember American Beauty came out. Yes, yes. yes. There's that scene where Great he's movie. like, hey, what was that movie Great where movie. the where they reanimated that dude and he went down that broad? Like, yeah. so they kind of like <laughs> that was a good movie until we found out that Kevin Klein likes to have little boys. No, no, Kevin Spacey. Space. Kevin Spacey. Yeah, Kevin, yeah. Don't don't give Kevin Klein a bad name. Yeah, poor Kevin Klein. <laughs> I don't even know who Kevin Klein is. I know he's in movies, but I don't remember. Till Stewie finally released it out. Kevin Spacey has children locked in his basement. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. Oh, yeah, that's all. He was acquitted, all right? Left oh, turns. That's fucked up. Of course, get. Yeah, so somehow Hill has made a reanimated army in the morgue that he can control. Through the lobotomies. Yeah, through the lobotomies. Which I still don't understand. I know he invented that style of lobotomy. It's like a two second explanation. Yeah. It's like somehow. Yeah. Like we said, like he he found out that during Dean's surgery that the reanimated corpses and his laser lobotomy, whatever, he's able to control them. So he sticks them on West, Dan, and Meg. Well, first, really quick, he's like, "Why would you come here to face me?" He's like, "Well, I got a plan." And then that's where Doctor says, "Well, I got a plan too." And then everybody and pops then every- up. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, I think a lot of the lines of this are very, like, good. Like, I think that's a great, like, little, uh, you know, exchange. Yeah. And then where the bodies pop out and there's naked dongs and boobs. And, dead by dong. Yeah, dead by dongs. So then I have, we found out Hill, Hill's laser lobotomy on the reanimated to give them, gives them, oh, he says something about, like, gives me mental mastery over, like, the dead or something. Mm-hmm. So there's some very, like, short explanation, but not really, um... Anatomically, yeah, like, it doesn't get to him depth. But like it doesn't get to him once, depth. once again, it's one of those movies you, you could sit here for fucking eight hours. Hey, just real it, quick, while he's not here, is this the first time Kevin ever got up to take a pister on the podcast? I think this might be the first time this has ever happened. I don't know. He's peeing. Oh, whatever he's doing, he's doing. If something. he comes out with Chinese food, I'm gonna beat him because like, he is gonna come down with Chinese. No, food. there's no way he's peeing. He's like a camel. Yeah, he is like a camel. I don't know what he's doing, but this is great. Yeah, man. I just wanted to bring it up while he's not here, and he's going to hear this when we record it. It's going to be awesome. Damn it. Sorry. Fuck you, dude. He heard us. Kevin, go poo-poos? <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Oh, he is pissing. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. There you go. So I don't feel so bad now. Nah. All right. So, um. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, listeners. All so, 12 of you. So, yeah, all 12. <laughs> Maybe eight. <laughs> I would say three in a good night. So, Meg starts screaming at her dad. Meg, it's me, it's me, it's Meg, mm-hmm. it's Meg. So Dean's instincts, even though he's lobotomized, he's reanimated, his instincts kind of come back. And he just starts kind of fucking shit up. He's kind of holding off all these mm-hmm. zombies. Uh, he attacks Hill. And oh, this is probably one of my favorite parts in the movie. He squishes Sweet. his yeah, head. Yeah, man. And you just see, like, the head go out in, like, the hall and, like, splat. You yeah, see, like, after the, he throws it, yeah. He yeah. throws it on the hall, it splats, yeah. and then the... Security guard just like he's like fuck this shit I'm out of here like oh well and what's funny about this actually me and Kevin we were watching because you got here a little later we're watching a little bit of the movie earlier and like he sees the headless body come out of the room and he doesn't and he doesn't like react to it but once he sees the head (laughs) smash against the wall it's like that's it and that's it I'm (laughs) out of here you know like I think if I was him in his position. I see a headless body I'm out fuck this shit I'm calling people from the outside I'm not staying there. And this dude didn't react. It was no. just the weirdest thing to me. It's like maybe like what has he what has he seen in his career? Correct, you know? yeah, in his life. What has this motherfucker seen, man? So that he just stays there. A headless body pops out and that's it. So West no reaction. So West injects Hill with a double dose. And I always want to say that in Whiplash, Tony from Whiplash. Yeah, I mean he also he also dose. says like I have an idea. You know, like I want I'm gonna hit him with the overdose. Or whatever. I'm going to overdose this guy. Yep. So he hits him with two full needles. Two full syringes. In the back. Yeah, right in the back. And then what happens, Doug? So then it turns all Lovecraft and Cthulhu-ish. That's a word, right? Cthulhu-ish? Well, uh, when he hits him, isn't that the part where... He, he like, explodes and is, like... There's some kind of like. Oh, you're right. And it's intense, intense, uh, intestine. Intestine. It's like one huge fat intestine. Like that's why I say Cthulhu. It's very like octopus. Right. right, Like that's very Lovecraft. That's what I love about this scene. And this is the part like that's kind of like. What did you say it reminded you of? You said it reminded you of something, Kevin. Um, uh, when it popped out, it was something you said another movie. I can't remember. Now. Oh, Dead Alive. Yes. Oh, Dead Alive. That's like a Dead Alive oh, feel to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But but uh, assuming that this came out obviously before Dead yeah, Alive. Yeah, about five years predates. So about maybe five years. maybe Dead Alive yeah. copied Alive this. Yeah, ninety ninety one. I thought, dude, uh, this might have copied Dead Alive. I mean, obviously, I mean, but De- Dead Alive may have copied this. I mean. But it's a little bit... Yeah, you're right. There was a lot of intestines in Dead Alive. Yeah, well, but this is like that, like, like... The blood squirting and, 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 you know, like, the body shaking and everything. And then you've got, like... I mean, just but everything. You, you know how, like, Lovecraft is always, like, alien mixing with sea creatures. And, like, so it's kind of, like, got that tentacle... Somehow it's, like, an intest... Fat intestine. I know, but that's but like what I mean. Like, Dead but, Alive is just the same... Con- like, over-the-top gore. Like, extreme... Dude, that Law lo- and scene is probably one of the best horror movie scenes of all time. Dead Alive, 1992. 92. Was yeah, that the American release, though? What was Brain Dead released? When was Brain Dead? Oh, it's the same movie, isn't it? It is, but one was released in... Aust- was Australia? It might have been. I mean, regardless, there's, there's no doubt. Yeah, there is no doubt that whoever directed or produced that, Peter you Jackson. don't know who that is. I don't. Peter, Peter fucking Jackson, Jackson Lord of the Rings, man. That was yeah. bad King taste. Kong. Bad taste and brain dead slash. Yeah, that's his first two movies. Was his first two directorial. Directorial. But that's babies. strange. Directorial. So, so he directorial. did that. He did that, but then he went like super PG with Lord of the Rings. Yeah. So he, 
It's. I think it was just fun. He like he, he would have been. That. Now it's funny because he would have been the one to make Lord of the Rings more Game of Thrones. Yeah, but I think he was going for that PG thirteen. That I PG get it. I get it. Well, he, he was, think about it. We were that hey, age. Yeah, like, but you're also forced by. It's not even him. He's also forced by the. Um, the agencies. They're the ones yeah. who fucking dick. Honestly, I love Lord of the Rings how it is. If it was like more gory, like it's, not it's to, like not to take another left turn here, but I watched Joe Rogan with uh Rob Zombie the other night. And Rob Zombie flat out said, When you make a movie, you have no fucking creativity. You are stuck to the cinema. I mean I mean, whoever owns the rights, they text you, they call you, they tell you he said every fucking movie that came out every week Oh, add this, add that, add this, add because money, money, uh. money, money. He goes movies. He goes. I had a whole, I had a whole vision for what I wanted to do, oh, and every week they kept changing and adding shit. It's probably happened. There are so many amazing movies that probably would have been even better. Imagine what Wolf Cop would have been like without um, <laughs> with, with Peter Jackson. <laughs> oh, oh, with Peter Jackson also did the Frighteners. I actually which I didn't realize. I, I forgot about that. And you then know, he did I, Meet I, the I, Feebles, if you remember that. Movie. Oh, Meet oh, the yeah. Feebles. Sodomy. Yeah. You might you think, think it's a little odd of me. So he went that from I like, enjoyed the act of sodomy. Yeah. He went from. Bum, a, bum, we get you on tape now. He went from the Frighteners right into Lord of the Rings, and then uh, when was Meet the Feebles before that? Oh yeah, yeah. Meet the Feebles was actually his uh, movie right after Bad Taste. Brain Dead was like his fifth movie. Makes sense that he did Frighteners though, and he included the dude who played Mister West, Herbert West. Yeah, that's true. Oh, Which oh. guess what? We can now assume that Dead Alive was a product of Reanimator. Hey. It's, it's a very big possibility. Big yeah, possibility. that's a good connection, though. He was like, "Fuck! If I'm gonna get to do, if I'm gonna get to do another movie, I want that motherfucker in my movie." So he did Frighteners, which I love. I love Frighteners. Yeah, I, come on, know. Michael J. Fox. Jesus oh, it's a great movie. Yeah. It's like the ghost version of fucking Back to the Future, baby. <laughs> was that the one with the numbers in the head? Yeah. God, I haven't seen the movie. Dude, in Jake so Busey. Long. Yeah, not. We met him, right? Not Dad Busey. I didn't meet him, do we? <laughs> well, we walked by him. Uh, we went over and talked to him because everyone was going to. It was at Rock and Chalk, and everyone was waiting in line for oh, George A. Romero. Dude, I was way and we went. Too drunk. We went and talked to him, and he got mad because we didn't buy anything. He didn't get mad. He was. You could tell he was like. A no, it's fine because I don't remember any of it. So and then we saw bad. Daniel Harris. That was that same day. I remember didn't yeah. Daniel. That's the only person. Bruce Campbell's at Rock and Chalk. And I know. And, and late World Dane. He was great too. Dude. But I was hammered and I was like, I love you. And he was like, I love you too, man. Like, they were great. I, I don't know where that photo is. I think I, 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 you guys went to meet Nevermore was, and I went oh, to go watch dude, Warbringer. They were so good because they knew I was hammered. So it was like, it was him and Jim Shepard like holding me up. I was like, <laughs> I, like you. I love you guys. Marco, who carries change anymore? It's 2019. <laughs> Wait till he goes upstairs. Are those loonies and toonies? Now we're going to talk about you taking a piss. He's got that one ball. No, I, I think it's the IBS getting him right now. The IBS is getting him. He's got that one ball. He's got helitosis. And elephantitis at the same time. He's it's like one no, really big ball. He has no friends. Nobody loves him. <laughs> He's probably a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> That's thing. I know you pricks were talking about me. You well, mother. we were just Marco. You made, motherfuckers. Marco's like, this is weird. Like, is everything okay? Kevin never pees during like a. I party. peed. I took some videos and some photos. Look, we're trying to multitask here for this podcast. You people out there, you have so many fucking requests. We want pictures. We want videos. We want podcasts. We're we doing want, it all, man. We want nudes. Uh-uh. Yeah, we want nudes of Doug. You know. 
So, oh, Halo, though. So, all right, we're like right at the end. This is this is the, my biggest grief. It's the tip. Yeah, we're, we're like at the, we, we climax now. We're just kind of like that last little pump. Yeah, Popeye's no longer interested in this Speaking podcast. Speaking of last little pumps. So, <laughs> we're almost in the clear at this point. Um, <laughs> Dean and Meg, so the, the Cthulhu... I, I can't take Popeye seriously. He's know, too he's fucking adorable. Like a little frog legs, little frog butt. He's like, you guys suck. Come on, finish this. So trip. Cthulhu pretty much kills. We don't see it, but Cthulhu finishes off West. And you kind of feel sad because by this point in the movie, you really like West. You know, he's like, he was, he was kind of fucked up and weird, but he had great intentions. And he just, yeah. it was for the name of science. And yeah. So we're almost in the clear. Uh, they're in the elevator, Megan and Dan. And she gets attacked by this, like, charred-ass zombie that, like, comes in the last second. Dan, the fucking hero, decides to take way too long to save her. He runs all the way down the hall, breaks the glass, gets a fire axe, comes back in the elevator awkwardly and starts chopping the dude. And by then... It's too late. uh, It's it's too late. You know what I do? I, I like the fact that they actually killed her character off, though. Well... Yeah, 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 but 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 the, the, you know what I, I, mean? I was not expecting that. I thought I they were going to like ride to be choked this... out because yeah. everybody who gets choked out lives. They're like, oh, you've lost air. Yeah, you're, you're out you're, of breath. Yeah, you, you have no, you have no, you have no oxygen to your brain. You're gonna live automatically. They actually fucking kill her. Oh. I was very. I wonder if that was like a last minute decision, just because like, oh hey, we can, we can make make a sequel out of this. Look at that wiener. So he it's brings her weird up. Down here. All right, this is the other thing, and I know, like, <laughs> <laughs> I know you like the meat sticks. I love meat sticks. So, I know, like, we can read into this way too much, but so he brings her up into the hospital. They try to revive her, but she's dead, and nobody asks what happened to her. Why are you both covered in blood? Like, nobody asks any of this. Um. So he he. He, he find out she's dead. Look at the fucking... He's like a little drunk, little drunk baby. Mm-hmm. So... I know other drunk babies. Wah. So she, she's dead. She flatlines. She dies, yeah. And then it's almost like that... <laughs> she dies. She, she dead. So it's almost like that, like, it goes black. You see her kind of like, he pulls up her head. Because Wes gives him the bag of all the research and the last of the reagent. So she gives him, he gives her the shot in the back of the head. It goes black, and you just hear her scream. So she knows it comes to life, and mm-hmm. then a credit roll. Credit roll. Music comes on. So mm-hmm. it's like it's that like, what, yeah. what was what was that? Um, the original Pet Cemetery. But, it goes but, black. But, but at the end, it was beautiful because he says to her, he whispers down. Everybody leaves the operating room. You miss that. Uh, and I think you said this to me earlier, Marco. It was the whole point of a good doctor knows when to. When, well, to, when to give up. When, when to, to give up. Yeah, pretty much. He didn't give up on the first body. He has to give up on his girlfriend. He actually gives up because mm-hmm. he's a good doctor. Everybody leaves and then the the bad doctor kicks in and he says, he leans over with the serum and he says, I love you. Uh, and then he injects her. You're, you're but right. as it injects, as he injects her, it's black and all you can see is the serum being dumped into her body. I, which I thought was awesome. Slowly. That, that, that awesome... Like, I don't know how they... I don't know what they used. It was probably... To get the color. Yeah, yeah, to get the color. Yeah. Because it wasn't like a black It light. was from it was Chernobyl. Like... 1985. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but it was a fitting ending, though, man. Great flick. We recommend it. Yeah? Yeah, man. I recommend it. I thought it was excellent. 
I like yeah, it a lot. I like it's it a, a lot. It's a fun movie. It's a real fun movie. It's probably my favorite movie as far as fun that we've done. Hate to say it, out of like Night of the Demons, like out of the like last three 80s cults. Yeah, it's fun. I, oh, it's I, my I, favorite. I, yeah. I would say I'd watch this over and over, where Night of the Demons is fun for one or two. Rich and Living Dead. A couple times. Classic. Yeah. But one this or two. one, yeah. This one This wins. one I could just see thrown yeah. on, and it's just, every time you see it, you discover a little bit something you didn't the time before. Well, I've been wanting to do this movie for months and months and months, so finally I'm glad I got to get it. We got it on, and it was perfect timing because I came back from the dead from the Chicken Nugget incident. So Marco has been reanimated. Hail the Dark Lord. He's back. Lord. But it's a hard recommend. Not a hard recommend. A fucking easy recommend, man. Yeah. Uh, dude, watch this fucking movie. Entertaining. If you're into dry humor, it's fucking excellent. There is an awkward scene with, uh, you know, rapey scene in it. But, you know, once you get by that, it's pretty fucking good. <laughs> All right. On that note, we just want to give a shout out to our other friend who's doing a podcast, D, she's doing Heavy Crown Radio. Check out her podcast. She's on Podbean. She's on Apple iTunes. She's on Spotify. uh, Probably Spotify, Doug, which we will have to get to at some point for you. And and, uh, she's also on Google Play. We also want to give a shout out to our boy, Keith McCoy, out in Ireland. Thank you so much, man, for what you do. We appreciate your score that you've given us. And also our sponsor, Dark Candles. Check out Dark Candles. It's September, fuckers. That's right. So get your candles. They get all sorts of great scents. Check out their Halloween line. Awesome shit from them. We're going to put a link in the podcast notes for Dark Candles. That's about it. Wraps up another episode of Vintage Burn. As I sit here in the cold, damp woods while it rains, listening to insects and hounds of hell, I think to myself, what about our sponsor, Dark Candles, and the amazing products that they sent us? Halloween is almost upon us in two months, and why not go on to get your box collection of votive candles from Dark Candles? They have an amazing assortment, but we appreciate them sending us their Halloween collection for 2019, which includes Haunted House, Bonfire, Dark Carnival, falling leaves if you're looking for something special check out their special limited edition Halloween line carved pumpkin hocus pocus who doesn't love that movie autumn harvest and chocolate bat We know Ozzy loves bats. But if that doesn't tickle you, or maybe you just don't want to burn your house down, check out their flameless selection of tart warmers, like the scent of corpse. Or maybe you want graveyard apparition. And if you don't want an apparition, then maybe you just want to go straight for the smell of coffin.
check out Graveyard Coffin. Go to darkcandles.com for your selection of fall and Halloween candles. We want to thank Dark Candles for their sponsorship, and we look forward to much, much more.